Hey everybody, Chris Lindstrom here from the Food About Town podcast, and I'm here for a little bit of an announcement, and we're going to have some hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. And I'm here with Matt Knotts from the Lunchador Podcast Network. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Knotts from the Lunchador Podcast Network. Wow, isn't that a thing? That, yeah, that, it's weird to say that out loud. Yeah, right? So um, I've known Matt for a long time. Matt's been, uh, I've guested on a number of shows over on the Lunchador Podcast Network over the last year. It's true. It, it's always been a pleasure to have you. Yeah. And man, what was when was the first time that we, I think we met doing the Mind of Magnus over in the Hungerford, right? Well, yes and no. The first time we met each other, neither of us remember because it was <laughs> it was the South Wedge Beer Fest. That's right. Um, yeah, and nobody remembers when they meet anybody there. I'm I'm pretty sure I met Will Cleveland about three times there, and neither of us ever remember it. Yeah, so. I think I was in rare form that day, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, yeah, J- Jake, uh, our, our buddy Jake Clapp, trying to like wrangle both of us together to introduce us. Yeah, that was a good idea, and yeah. like Jake was my editor over at City before he left for Nolans. Yeah, and like, I, I think he had the right idea. Yeah, I mean he he was a hundred percent correct because here we sit today. Yeah, but yeah, that night it just it wasn't. <laughs> it, you were going your way, I was going mine, and he was in the middle going, "What do you want from me?" Yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed that day, but the the most of it was just I was very happy. And bouncing around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Your wife and my wife trying to make sure that we made it back to the cars without hitting our heads. <laughs> yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, we met uh, when you were producing on Mind of Magnus over at the Hungerford. Yep. Yep. We did that. And uh, you blew my mind with a gin. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, that was good. That was very good. Yeah. But, that was really delicious. And then we've kind of bounced around with, you know, anomaly starting and everything else. Yeah, it, it's that cool Rochester thing where you meet somebody and then all of a sudden they're at everything that you go to. Yeah. Um, and then we, we've had some teenage girl evenings where we're like, <laughs> oh, do you remember this thing? Like, yeah, I remember that thing. That's a great thing. This, this is what happened during COVID times when nobody was talking to anybody. <laughs> it was I, so dreamy. Yeah. Out of the blue, I get a text from, from Chris like, hey, what's up? And we ended up talking on the phone for what was it, like two and a half hours that night. It yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it started a, a beautiful friendship, I think. Yeah. And here we are today, and the announcement is I am joining with Matt and the Lunchador Podcast Network officially. I am so over the moon that you are, you're coming home to Lunchador. I feel like you are a perfect fit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really excited. And it's, you know what, it's, it's something I'd always thought about is the whole podcast network thing. And it was it was really exciting to see somebody trying to bring together a lot of different viewpoints in one place because you've got a wide range of different people who are trying to do really cool stuff over there. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, everybody that that's on Lunchador currently, and and yourself included, um, everybody has their their thing they're passionate about and they want to share with with the world, and that's kind of what we all have in common. That's what the best podcasts are, right? Um, and I'm lucky enough to, to have friends that are very passionate about stuff and can speak kind of, you know, better than I can about most things. Um, so yeah, it's great to have them all in one place and, and doing these really interesting creative podcasts. Absolutely. No, it's really exciting. So I think we'll, we'll do a quick, quick rundown of everything on there. Um, because it is, 
Um, there's six other shows on the network other than now myself. Yep. Um, Lucky number seven. Yeah. And uh, there will be a, uh, what's the, the, the website going to be? And it's in progress right now. It's in con- uh, it's under construction right now. I don't have the little animated construction guy with the shovel. <laughs> That's going up tomorrow. But when you uh, when it's completed, it'll be lunchador.org. And in the meantime, you can find it uh, at lunchadorpod on Twitter. And I believe on Instagram under that as and well. And Insta as well. Yep. So you can find it there, see all the rest of the shows. But... Uh, the rest of the shows on the network, um, Anomaly Presents. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of hours at the Anomaly Film Festival over the years. Thank you for for coming out and uh, enjoying some of it and being subjected to others. <laughs> um, but I think that's, you know, that's it's it indicates, you know, kind of what this whole thing should be. Is this is, you know, the whole network is people doing things the way they want to do it and bringing things the way they are. And that's what Anomaly, the film festival, does so well, and the podcast, too. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, it, it's really fun. If you've never heard Anomaly Presents, it's myself and usually four or five of the other folks that co-founded the festival talking about either the movies that inspired the film festival, why we actually care about genre movies, genre being you know action, horror, sci-fi, dark comedy, and those other movies you can't really put your finger on. Um, it, it's the five of us just sitting around kind of like you would as you walk out of a, a theater and just kicking around the movies that we love. Uh, sometimes we're lucky enough to get the filmmaker to join us and talk about it. Sometimes we've been lucky enough to get a filmmaker to come in to talk about a movie that they love. Oh, that one episode with the, uh, the, the hairdresser. Yeah. Or, that was so good. I mean, Stylist. She, she was so, she was so engaging as a guest too. And so game for the process. That was, it was great. And that's the kind of thing you'll see over on uh, anomaly, both with the team and with, you know, the guests that they're starting to get are really interesting yeah, too. We, we love doing it and it's, it's, it's a real passion project for us. Absolutely. So also our, our good friend Chris Lindstrom was on an episode of Anomaly Presents. It was the John Wick episode of Fire. Oh, I'm such, I'm such, I'm such a mark for all of those kind of movies, the John Wick style movies. They're such a blast. I haven't seen nobody yet. That's the one I really need to see. Oh, it's really good. You're just going to have to come over and watch it. I've, I've got that. Sounds like a plan. Um, so the other one that I've guessed on a couple of times, two or three times now is the beer review journal, journal, <laughs> beer review journal. Yeah. So the beer review journal, that's, uh, yourself and McKenneth blue. Yeah. And you talk, you talk beer, which is a great time. We talk beer amongst many other things. Um, the beer is just an excuse for us to get together and, and just do a very stupid comedy bang, bang amateur style show. Well, and I, I think it's, you know, this is one of those when people talk about what is, what's the construction of podcasts that you can really grow with and learn around. It's the ones where it's just two guys that have great chemistry and they find a topic they can talk around. And this is that, I mean, they're both passionate about beer. I've been on, I've talked a lot about tasting notes of beer Yeah, um, and it's great. And it's um, speaking of which That's we're right. tasting an amazing beer right now. It is. Sorry, the- McKenneth. It is the Dogfish Head. He's had his bottle. He's of fine. course. Uh, it's the Dogfish Head Utopia's Barrel Aged Worldwide Stout. Yeah, this is a this is a thick boy. This is a seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. Yeah, very it's a big boy. Alcohol's present. Really nice. This is a great one to celebrate over. It is. I, I'm I'm very happy that we we popped this open. It's very warming as we talk. It's, it's absolutely. I'm feeling I'm feeling the warmth in the room right yeah. now. It, it's, maybe it's the beer, or maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's the collaboration. It's the beer. It's the camaraderie. Oh, los dos. What a delight. Um, then. Um, 
So the next one, a few of these that uh, are a little bit newer. So uh, Mimosas with My Besties. Yep, Mimosas with My Besties is uh, Aaron Murphy from the Anomaly podcast um, and their best friend, uh, Siobhan, uh, get together with other people in their circle and just kind of discuss everything and anything under the sun. They, they talk about, you know, old stories that they've had. They go through astrological readings. Uh, they're very passionate about food. We should get you to hook up with them. That oh, would that would be fun. Um, and uh, they just kind of kick stuff around. And they're a great. There are, there's a genre of podcasts I like to call the dishwashing podcasts. Absolutely. You know, and, and they are a great dishwashing podcast. They're two very engaging people talking about stuff and they just have such a cool viewpoint. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to and usually super funny. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't met Siobhan, but Erin is such, she's such a character. I mean, they're, sorry, they're such a character and you know, they are, you know, everything about them is exactly them. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that. Yeah. Aaron is, is a, uh, a sibling of mine at this point. Um, and they are such a force of nature that you can't help but get kind of get swept up in, in their energy. And it's, it's awesome. Absolutely. And then you've got Caleb versus self. Caleb is an interesting dude. Um, he is, he was in the military. He works as a, a project manager and he pitched the show to me like, Hey, do you know Nardwar? It's like, yeah, I know Nardwar. Nardwar is this Canadian interviewer who prides himself on doing the utmost research on every guest and then just picking up something like, oh, what do you think Mrs. Johnson would have said about that? <laughs> Mrs. Johnson? Yeah, you know, your third grade teacher at Edison High School. <laughs> Why was she teaching? That? No, yeah, that, I, I, I got her mailbox and, and she had a bill from Chase that you were on it. Like, so what's that? <laughs> It's yeah. And that's what Caleb does. He goes in and, and finds people that normally wouldn't be interviewed or uh, one of my favorite episodes he has is uh, a guy that does winter surfing in the lake. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember um, that. And went through the whole process start to finish on how to do that. It's, it's fascinating. That's awesome. But he, he really takes deep dives into all these people's lives and he kind of catches them off guard at just these opportune times and get so much more than you would think from somebody that, Oh yeah, I'm a surfer. I think that's what makes a great interview is being open to seeing a through line that you didn't expect Absolutely. and being able to pivot and turn at the right time. Yeah. And speaking of turns, I see, <laughs> I see a swing coming and this is the <laughs> interstate wrestling podcast, the interstate wrestling podcast with, my actual real life sibling, Josh Mordecai, uh, and another um, found sibling in James, uh, they talk all about the nerdery around professional wrestling, independent and the big leagues. When we switched over to this, was that a heel turn or a face turn? Uh, you know, I, I think it was a heel face turn. It was a Paul White. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't, they can't be a heel because they're too popular. Right. They're, yeah. they're tweeners. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, yeah, so we. Uh, we were kind of crystallizing all this when we went to the AEW show here in Rochester. That's right. Um, which is kind of the, if you haven't heard of AEW, it's kind of the underdog to the WWE right now, but also on its own footing, an amazing organization. Yeah, I think uh, it, 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 we're kind of kindred spirits, but they're doing it, you know, on a crazy level. 
Um, it's the same kind of thing where it's people that are really passionate about what their, their creative output is and they're doing it for themselves. And it just so happens people really like it and show up. Yeah. It's for the love um, of the game, but also like also at a huge level. Right. Um, so, you know, they're talking wrestling and I think they're on a little bit of a break and they're coming back soon, yep, right? They're coming back soon. James just moved from Massachusetts to, to Rochester. So it's no longer the interstate. It might be the intrastate wrestling podcast at this point. Yeah. Um, but they're coming back soon. I've been bugging my brother to do, they had one episode called the wallop, um, <laughs> kind of a, an offshoot of the dollop. Right. Um, and it was a deep dive into XPW, um, the outlaw promotion from Los Angeles that Rochester's own Rob Black of American Cheeseburger here locally. Oh, that's awesome. Um, ran and there's a whole sordid thing where like the one wrestler slept with his wife. So he cut his thumb off. Perfect. Um, makes complete sense. And they just ran a show at the armory. Their first show back in like 25 years. Oh, that's the, wild. The Sunday of anomaly. So yeah. it all, all circles around. They did a dark side of the ring for XPW a couple weeks ago. Oh, I need to catch that one. Josh I'm and James excited. beat him to it. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy, uh, James's, uh, authentic Massachusetts accent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy. He's going to curse you out. <laughs> um, and then, uh, mind of Magnus, which hopefully will be coming back relatively soon. I love, I mean, Magnus Champlin is one of my absolute favorite people in Rochester. Me too. It's hard not to love Magnus. He is the genuine article of somebody who just loves, he loves engaging with people. He loves talking with people and everything he does, it just comes across so clearly how much he loves knowing things, how much he loves researching and deep diving. He's just, just one of the coolest people in town. Yeah. He, he's always, I don't want to say always cause it makes him sound like he's, you know, this old saw, but you know, his whole thing is it's a wasted day. If he hasn't met somebody new and learned something new. Absolutely. You know, no, one of my absolute favorites and Magnus and I've had a lot of long conversations over the years and just, just the genuine article. So absolutely. But yeah. I mean, what a, what a great lineup and I'm so happy to join up with, uh, with the whole team. This is now food about, I feel like the network is just about complete. I feel like you're, you were the missing piece. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm super happy. And I, I enjoy all the things that people are doing and I think I found the right, you know, partner in this whole thing with Matt and I'm, it's very exciting, you know, to focus on making the content and, you know, work with everybody there and guest on shows and have people over here. I think we've got a lot of synergy coming up. I'm, I'm oh, super yeah. excited about it. I think everybody, everybody has some, some commonalities across the shows. Um, and everybody's just kind of fun to hang out and talk with, which helps if you're a podcaster to, you know, be able to talk to people. Absolutely. No. So, uh, so that's the announcement. So, uh, yeah. food about town is joining the lunch Order podcast network. You can still find me at foodabouttown.com. So everything's still there. Um, uh, upgraded the website uh, to uh, tidy things up and make it more podcast focused. It looks amazing. Yeah, it turned out really nice. So that's uh, that's all published now. So go check out the website, and uh, we'll start doing some cross posting over on the Food About Town feed as well to give everybody a bit of a you know sneak peek on some of the other shows that are on the network. Yep, so everybody can check that out. And we'll be doing the same across the the rest of the the Lunchador family pulling pulling a couple shows from uh, food about town and just so everybody gets a, a taste if they haven't already. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, that's, that's what we're hoping to do is try to make this, make this the go-to spot for people. that are just doing what they do because they can't not. 
Exactly. And that, that's that's why I do this is because I can't not talk about foodstuffs. I can't not talk to people and enjoy the interviews. It's just who I am now. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. There was a, a couple weeks where I didn't do any podcasts because it was in the run-up to Anomaly, and it felt like I lost an arm. It was yeah. the strangest thing. Um, and I felt better immediately after I did that Q&A at Anomaly. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's what I was missing is is interaction with people that don't live in my house. Oh, that was a really good movie. Oh. Hellbender, right? Hellbender's great. So uh, to, not to talk about Anomaly too much, but yeah. you have to look up Hellbender, and if you can find it, you need to watch it. It was really engaging. I want to say when I was talking to the folks behind the movie, it'll be on Shudder in February. Yeah, really, really awesome. Oh. Definitely look that up. I don't want to tell you too much about it. It was the whole thing when I introduced it. I was like, I don't want to open up any doors for you. You need to go into this clean. But just know you're going to be you're going to enjoy it. It's, Absolutely. It's great. Um, so yeah, that's the announcement. So, uh, you'll be able to find uh, Lunchador on what's the website again? Lunchador.org. Lunchador.org. And you can find it Lunchador pod on Twitter and Instagram. So look into all the different shows, check them out and let us know what you think. Um, and I think we're going to end up with hot takes, hot takes, hot takes. So the hot take for this week is we want to talk about the, all the plate news that came out over last week. This was, so just to give some context, if you didn't see it, if you're in Rochester, you definitely saw it. Um, Binging with Babish, so Andrew Ray, who is a Rochester native, he's from Penfield, I believe, um, was on the Today Show talking about garbage plates. So immediately my thought is, oh, this is great. You know, he's talking about Rochester. He's talking about garbage plates. This is a great thing. He's got a huge audience, you know, millions of subscribers on YouTube, and... Then everything fell apart. Oh, God. It was a mess, wasn't it? It was. Where did it start? So it? what it kind of started with is, you know, he was going, I think, a bit off the cuff on the on the show. That's what it felt like. So it felt like he was just going off the cuff. He was riffing on plates. And, you know, we, we, take, we take ourselves exceedingly seriously here in Rochester. I think on certain topics, absolutely we do. And we're very sensitive to anything that could be possibly conceived as negative discussion about our town. Yeah, we, we definitely get our hackles raised if anybody is talking anything negatively about the city. Which, yeah, it was, it's, I think we're, we're on a, you know, we're on a hair trigger to really, we go off on anybody who says anything negative. I think we're, it's a very insecure kind of thing that we have going right now. It's a total inferiority complex. Cause I mean, if you take a look at what happens, how many times have you driven through like Syracuse and been like, Ugh. <laughs> just, I mean, no offense to Syracuse. people, so Syracuse. But, Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and it's, it's kind of unfortunate because yes, it wasn't perfect. No. He, he said that, you know, Tahoe's was closed. Right. And yes, he made a mistake and he owned up to it right after because yeah, he, he loves Rochester and he loves, you know, he loves plates. He put it on his show and talked about it and exposed it to millions of people. Yeah. You would think they would have been happy with that as soon as he corrected himself and saying that they were open. Right. And then he was joking about the meat being like scraped off of the, you know, the meat, you know, meat scraps and all the other stuff. Right. But I mean, if we're being serious, it's not like Tahoe's is a bastion of culinary authentic, you know, culinary um, you, we're not going to the highest levels of culinary achievement here. It's not winning a Michelin star anytime soon. No. And it's like, yes, he made a couple jokes and they weren't, they definitely weren't a hundred percent technically accurate. 
And he did make a mistake saying they were closed. Right. It, although, it, you know, to be fair, if he saw any news out of Rochester, there was indications that it might close. Right. That, that was the last. I was actually under the impression that they were closed as well. Yeah. And it, everybody just went ham on it. It went, it got on the news. It was, you know, everybody was pushing it. You know, Tahoe's was, you know, taking a righteous stance against it. And it was just, it was way too much for what it was. He misspoke. And I'm wondering if maybe it was just that the scab hadn't healed over fully from that abomination that Salon posted when they, they put up their oh, garbage yeah. recipe. So that, that was a whole, that was, that was much more egregious. Like the one that the one that uh, you know Andrew made you know binge, uh, Babby made on that show was like it was actually a really nice take on it. Yeah. It wasn't straight traditional, but you don't need to be straight traditional to be a plate. But it wasn't whatever it was chicken breast and tater tots and the one from Salon, wasn't it? It was something bizarre. Yeah, like that was completely wrong. It was inherently not a plate. Right. Like what he made was a different version of it. It had some elevation. The one on Salon was just. I, I'm not a plate defender because it's not a, it, I don't care about the plate. I grew up in Buffalo. I've lived here for 20 years now. Right. I don't care about plates. It's not a thing that makes me proud about Rochester food. I've said, I've said it on connections it's, before and yeah. I've, I've said more inflammatory things about, you know, Rochester burgers and things like that. But I don't care about plates because it, it is our defining food, but it shouldn't define the food of our town. No, I agree. And I think, you know, fundamentally, you can get a plate literally anywhere at this point. Uh, I think it was just the part that rubbed me the wrong way was the uh, Tahoe's kind of overplayed their hand, I feel. I agree completely. Um, They didn't really need to threaten legal action. I felt like that was a bit much. Also, like he named them. He wasn't copying the recipe. Right. It was like, come on, you can't. You can't sue somebody for saying your name. No. And, and well, I if you really want to stretch and say, well, you said we were closed and that's defamation, but that's not. No, it's, I mean, it was, it was very, it was very over the top and it was way too much. And yeah. the whole town got up in arms in a way that was way overblown for what it was. And I think it kind of, it shows a little bit of who we are when we do that. Yeah. And I would love for us to have the kind of confidence in who we are and really have the confidence in that we are a great city. I love Rochester. I really love Rochester. I love Rust Belt cities. Yes. I love who we are, not, not the view of what other people think we are. I don't care what other people think we are. I love Rochester because we're a great town, we have a lot of great things here. We have a lot of great people here. We've got a great, so much potential to do great things. We have a lot of problems. Sure. But we have a lot of potential. And instead of instead of being so insecure about this kind of stuff, we should be proud of who we are and let those things rub off our back because we're confident that we're good. Absolutely. I, I think 100% that nails it on the head. We need to band together and, and be confident in the fact that, yes, we have garbage plates. They're, they're kind of shitty looking and, you know, you really only want to eat them <laughs> twice a year. Yeah. They taste good when you eat them, but we really need to band together and, and say, you know, it's fine. We, we understand garbage plates look terrible. They're good. Right. What we need to do is band together and figure out what the fuck Buffalo is doing with that sweet sauce they put on their pizza. 
That is a whole nother hot take that we will cover another time. And if you want a delicious garbage plate, you should not a delicious garbage plate, a delicious plate. You should go to, you should go to Dogtown. You should go to McCann's to get a, you know, a gourmet, beautiful version. Go to Dogtown to get their version and a great vegan version too. Yeah. I've heard the vegan, vegan version is great. I have it's my a delight. Own, I have my own problems with Dogtown plates. That's fair. We'll talk about that another time. Too. Another time. So to pivot back, uh, just a reminder to go to uh, Lunchador Pod on Twitter and Instagram and go to lunchador.org when it's published, hopefully within the next couple weeks. Yeah, I would say right after Thanksgiving, it should be up and running full speed. Beautiful. So um, I'm super happy to be joining up with the team, and I hope everybody goes and checks out the rest of the shows, and we'll have more from the Food About Town podcast on the Lunchador, Lunchador Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Welcome, Stromy. So happy to have you with us. <laughs> All right, and I use my soundboard, so I'm happy. <laughs> so thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with more episodes. I've got some cool guests coming up. And thanks for listening to the Food About Town podcast on the Lunch Door Podcast Network. Sorry for cursing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>